You're listening to Seen the Sequel, the movie podcast about sequels to films that were never made, probably for good reason. This week, we're talking about the 1995 American medical disaster film, Outbreak, directed by Wolfgang Peterson and starring a whole host of Hollywood stars, including Dustin Hoffman and Rene Russo. And, as ever, alongside me, three fugitives of the law, idiocy is their only option. I have Al, I have Joe, and I have John. Hi guys, uh, quite a topical film uh, to talk about for this episode, given the current climate. So uh, we've all watched it recently. What are your thoughts? Who wants to kick it off? Uh, yeah, I'll go first. So actually I hadn't, um, I don't think it's one of those films that like you watch it and you think you've seen it before, but actually I don't think it had like in, in that you think you've seen it before and it's got a lot of elements that are kind of familiar. It's very Hollywoody, you know, familiar cast and stuff. So I don't think I've seen it before, maybe as a little kid, but I don't think so. But I mean, I really, I, I liked it, um, I didn't love it. I think one of the things that kind of maybe surprised me a little bit about it was going into it, obviously being about an outbreak, a pandemic, contagion and stuff. Um, but it was more like kind of a lot more like silly military action than I thought there was going to be. And also loads of scenes in which just one old guy shouts at another old guy so Morgan Freeman <laughs> shouting at Dustin Hoffman Dustin Hoffman shout, shouting at Sutherland Sutherland shouting at Morgan Freeman loads of scenes like, like literally I think like half the film is just those three shouting at each other or Dustin Hoffman shouting at everyone around him saying why won't you listen to me can't you see the facts they even got in uh JT Walsh, one of my favourite character actors of the 90s, for one day's paycheck, one scene, in fact, one shot, just like spinning around the Situation Room table in the White House. Probably. Take a look at this, people. Great. Flesh and blood. Yeah, great scene, though, isn't it? Probably like, that the best is, scene, yeah. yeah. brilliant. It's an amazing brilliant scene. scene. I've got to give a shout out here to uh, an actor, Zakez Moke, who's uh, Benjamin, Dr. Benjamin Awabi in the film. Um, he's in one of my all time favourite films. I implore you guys to watch it Dust Devil. It's the second time he starred with Dustin Hoffman. He starred in A Dry White Season where him, uh, so he's the second time he starred opposite uh, Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland also starred with uh, Zakez Mokay opposite uh, Marlon Brando in 1989. So, uh, fair actor there. Just got to give a shout yeah, out. Yeah, he's good in it. Oh, there well. you go. I think I agree that um, one of the things I liked about Outbreak was uh, the fact that that actor had, had uh, acted with those other actors. I thought that was really good, actually. <laughs> Thanks. That's good. Good. Glad we brought it back. So, yeah, I, think it's a, uh, I think it's a top 90s uh, Hollywood film like obviously with the current climate we could have either done this or we could have done contagion and if you watch contagion today it's actually quite strangely close to home they talk about social distancing it's a bat that sort of starts well, they it. talk about like the r number and the stuff. r number all yeah. that kind of thing but what i love about outbreak is it's just hollywood it's hollywood it's, it? it's a movie hollywood. yeah it's very much a movie and it goes through a lot of different stages. So, like, obviously you have all the yellow sort of suit costume era of, of like, the um, the beginning. And then uh, towards the end, Cuba Gunn Jr. and uh, Dustin Hoffman, they have, like, a buddy movie kind of situation where they're ch- mm. racing to get it in the helicopter and it becomes kind of... Well, it's full of, like, almost like Broken Arrow style, like, full-on proper... Um, flight sequence but you don't really you don't really see coming I think my favourite thing about the whole thing though is just the idea that Sutherland's character doesn't want a cure to be found because he wants to use it he wants to use the disease as a biological weapon for the United States' benefit United States military benefit against whoever like whoever like that is so like kind of conspiracy theory like Cold War like kind of like nuggets of you know gold like 
I, I, are you stupid or something? You just told him exactly how to stop. <laughs> they realize, yeah. Yo, you son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Morgan doesn't... Freeman, without saying a single thing, communicates the whole plan. <laughs> yeah. I really, I really like the film. Uh, I think I'm with John. It's not as high up on the sort of 90s action. Like if you put it next to sort of like Speed and, Dark I don't know, Air Force One or... Bad Boys, I think, came out in the same year. Those films that are just, as a, I guess, as a teenager, were so so awesome and exciting. This hasn't got any of that, but I do like it a lot as a film. And what I really like about it is how how movie it is, how Hollywood, and how much it bites off more than it can possibly chew on. So. Dustin Hoffman doesn't just have to find the cure to the virus. He has to f- he has to find the cure to the virus. He has to rekindle his love with his ex-wife. He has to <laughs> save a town from being, you know, destroyed. Yeah. Uh, convince everyone that they're wrong. Find a monkey. Yeah. Commandeer uh, a military helicopter that then shoots missiles. It, it's, just ridic- <laughs> it's ridiculous. And that's what I love about it is that it's this kind of movie. And, and he has to keep his marriage alive as yeah. well. This movie wouldn't happen anymore. Like, it's, it's, they don't make films like quite like this anymore because they're just too ridiculous. And do you want to give a shout out to your favourite here, director, Mr. Peterson? And Wolfgang, yeah, huge fan. Huge, huge Wolfgang Peterson fan. I was going to go into Wolfie because, like, his pitch of films, like, the level of kind of blockbusters he was making aren't like Bad Boys of the Rock or anything like that. There's this strange kind of level where there's almost like something a bit more important about it, whether it's presidential or whatever. So like in the line of fire, like it's presidential assassination. Never ending story. Well, yeah, before that in the 80s, yeah, but like then he did Air Force One. They're apparently like big blockbusters that actually have a little bit more to them. Apparently. Yeah. Um, I think that can work both ways. Sometimes that makes them feel bigger than they are. That his films feel bigger than they are, like more important. But sometimes it makes them feel less important in that sometimes the, the messaging of the politics or whatever can sometimes undermine what might just be a cool action film if it didn't try to be bogged down in the other stuff. Exactly, yeah. Or speak- and to, to come back to your point that you made, Al, about you could either have done this or Contagion. Contagion, the sequel, would be, let's face it, everyone's dead. Boring. Not possible <laughs> to do a sequel for it. <laughs> Outbreak is a fucking movie that probably... They talked about having a sequel to. Uh, they, they must have done back then. They thought, this has got legs, let's do a sequel. Hence the reference in Friends, Outbreak to the virus takes, takes Manhattan. Takes Manhattan. Um, Good reference. So it's, it's pure, you know, it's prime for a sequel. Movie, big movie sequel. So that's interesting. So the studio are keen for a, a sequel, but they're very, very cautious in the climate, uh, in the current climate. Nevertheless, they're interested well, shall we just start with um, Friends referenced it? So, so shall we just carry on with Friends' idea? Manhattan. Friends. Manhattan. Um, oh, I think it'll be nice in the sequel to Outbreak. Yeah, you're right, James. Fucking nightmare. Trying to announce now. Oh, we're doing a sequel to Outbreak, by the way. It'd be hilarious. It, Imagine, and yeah. do you know what, though? I wouldn't put it past Hollywood. Uh, and, I'm, and I'm kind of announced in as by well. Donald like, Donald up for that movie. I don't want to see Contagion 2, but I do want to see Outbreak 2. Yeah. Maybe and, that's it. Maybe they uh, use uh, the COVID-19 pandemic to suggest, like, we are going to announce Hollywood back on the scene. Without oh my too. god! With the most with the most most Hollywood movie of all time, which is you all know it's not realistic, but fuck it. 
Hollywood, uh, Hollywood saves COVID. Well, well, you yeah, could also exactly. yeah, you could also play into Hollywood's sort of some of the people in Hollywood anyway, like more kind of left wing leaning, anti Trump leaning, and maybe like the next outbreak could occur at like Trump rally. Okay, so so <laughs> what are we thinking? What you got? Oh God! Well, I mean, all I will say is that I think the virus, whatever this new virus is in outbreak two, is a version of of the original virus. It can't just be something completely new. It's like a new wave, the second wave, a mutation of it. Oh, I like that. That's super. Yeah, super well, Hollywood or, movie. It's, like it's you back. know, it's back. It's, it's back. back. Well, it's or it's back. maybe maybe it's not a second wave necessarily. Maybe it's the the military, uh, as embodied by Sutherland's side of the military in the first film, had kind of saved a version of the virus and genetically mutated it to be even even harder than than yeah, the, the weapon, original the, what, film. The weaponized yeah, yeah. version. Yeah, so, 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 the, so the idea of it weaponizing it has come back for this one. Okay, so why don't they do it to themselves, right? So like we've got the town, the Californian town that gets like locked off in the original. So let's go bigger. So it's like LA, like the whole of LA. So it's being transported in the opening towards like a carrier to get taken wherever. And something happens, a disaster happens, and it's spilt, and the whole of LA becomes ground zero oh, okay. for it. So you mean somewhere foreign, somewhere outside of America, would be used as a test bed, but accidentally LA is the test bed for this. It basically, they they spill yeah. it accidentally in LA, and very. And then there's an earthquake happening at the same time, so it's just it. like yeah. And very reluctantly, <laughs> they have to ring uh, Sam Dustin Hoffman, who's uh, chill- El- who's again elderly. Elderly with Rene Russo, who's... Where uh, was he in the first one? Was it San Francisco again? Where was, where was his... Well, well, where think, was the outbreak? Where was the town? That was, that was in California that was somewhere. in California, yeah. yeah. But uh, where, was, where did Dustin Hoffman, Dustin know, Hoffman's character live? live? somewhere very briefly at the yeah, beginning. Okay, it doesn't matter anyway. Um, California. But yeah, so LA's locked down. They fucked it. They've accidentally spilt this chemical weapon, um, this virus weapon on their own people. Um, it goes into and, the sewers and, and shit. And, and re- I tell you what, who should be president out of all those people? Maybe Morgan Freeman's the president now, because like you know he was in a very powerful position in the first well, one. Well, or the guy that we really love doing that one scene. Maybe he's worked his way up to. Well, uh, JT Walsh. JT Walsh sadly passed away yeah. short time uh, after. Right, I think well, uh, scrub, breakdown scrub was probably his last. But um, it would have it was a good suggestion. <laughs> uh, but um, maybe he's president, and he has to ring up. Uh, Justin Hoffman and he's like look you know I'm retired I'm, I'm chilling out with my dogs I don't want to do it but LA's fucked so he has to do it I like the idea that Dustin Hoffman's character Sam has been quietly stewing uh in his, I don't know what we say in suburban, suburban LA, wherever he's been quietly stewing, saying he's been like become even more nutty, saying to the government, "This is coming back. I know this is coming back. I've been doing running tests on myself because he did at one point during outbreak one. Uh, he does." get the virus right because he takes off his mask when he sees Rene Russo at the yeah. end uh, when she still looks glorious even though that she's supposed to have like this terrible <laughs> she's amazing, yeah. she still looks amazing um, that he says I've been running tests on myself this whole time I've been running I, like this is coming back I can you look at the evidence it's mutating and no one listens no one listens. It's um, shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like that as well, because that plays into the current pandemic, COVID pandemic, that, you know, Western countries around the world have supposedly been warned time and time again about this thing. And then it's just seen cuts after cuts after cuts of all the agencies, well, United States agencies, that would supposedly take care of this thing. So that does kind of play into a... Uh, 
you know, mirroring reality kind of thing. So it brings it, it brings it harshly in your face. Like, but, he's, you know. but he's saying it's coming back. But then we're also saying that the government are harnessing it as a weapon still. Okay, that's interesting. So I think let's put a spin on this. What about if this is accidentally on purpose? What about if the government are actually doing this, dropping it on LA as a test ground for the weapon? Where does that stack up? I like I like the idea of combining the two, right? So so Dustin Hoffman's character has always been saying that the virus is coming back. The virus is coming back, but that's not the real threat. The real threat is that the government have weaponized behind closed doors, secretly in labs, they've weaponized the same virus. So at the same time as him realizing the virus is coming back, the government have been weaponizing it. And they do that to, I guess, start a war with with another country mm. to blame it. So they blame it on another country. They say they say, you know, let's say China. <laughs> It's China, Russia, China, China makes sense nowadays. Yeah, China or Russia have manufactured this virus and they have unleashed it on America on American soil. I like it, um, but it's really an inside job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. it. Okay. I like. There's lots of different threads there. There's the um, there's the there's the international war element. I think it should be China, like modern day China, like Russia's gone. Sure. Ch- China's the big one. Now. China. Uh, <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, China's a big one now. President Trump, yes. Um, also, there's, there's a little bit when you when you were saying about the uh, they they've unleashed it on their own people that like they're using Los Angeles as a test ground. It reminds me a little bit of and I'm just like you know just John Carpenter, Kurt Russell, like just sort of like mega fan session. It's a little bit like Escape from New York, where they turn Manhattan into like the uber like massive giant penitentiary and they just lock off an entire city for basically me uh, reasons other than you know civil uh civil sure. like society there's means. so many sc- so much scope for what character do you mean, sure there's a lot more to say all right, all right, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what's, escape, what's la and escape from la is that another prison uh i don't know i think escape from la is just a shithole in it it's not a maximum <laughs> max- yeah okay so morgan freeman's character is working within the oval office like he's an advisor he sort of understands what they're doing he's like doesn't agree with it so he goes and talks to his old friend who's sam uh dustin hoffman and says look what you thought was happening is even worse mind, he's 82 at this point yeah right? i so also just, they've I, got an even worse version of this it's a it's a mutated version they made it a bad motherfucker it's much faster much more venomous and they've not only that they've just unleashed it on LA. We need yeah. to get to work. And he's like, look, I can't I, do this without I, I, my I, helicopter pilot, Cuba Gunn Jr. I, 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 I love that. I love that, that moment between, uh, between Dustin Hoffman and Morgan Freeman, where Dustin Hoffman asks him, how, how, how bad is this? What are you talking about? The virus can only, the virus can only be airborne for two meters. And there's that oh, moment yeah. where Morgan Freeman says, 25 meters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, then, and then Dustin Hoffman looks at him and says, 25. Yeah. 25 meters. Yeah. Well, there's also that bit in it where, when, when like Dustin Hoffman realizes it's airborne and he looks at the air vents and then it's like all through the air vents and he comes out through the yeah, other side true. of the air vents. And I wonder if on the, on the military doing it on purpose and it's an inside job, blah, blah, I wonder if there's scope and just sort of thought of this in the last one second, but I wonder if there's scope <laughs> it's for, gonna, it's going to be good. Um, Cuba Gooding Jr., as you know, his experience in the first film has made him really cynical and really like anti-government, anti-military, but maybe he stayed in the military 
And he's the one that said, well, fuck this. Like, everyone's fucked me over before. Everyone's fucked. So he's the one that's unleashed it for some reason. Oh, rogue. Bit of a leap. I don't know what happened. He's I mean, the buddy. Yeah. He'd have had to have been through some serious shit in the last 25 years for, for him to go Yeah, that but I like bad. the link that uh, Sutherland's character's gone, so we can't use him as a baddie. But I like the idea that it's still the military that wants to use this thing in a weaponized way somewhere, somehow. And using a character from the original film to inject that element into it i think is stronger than just having a newly formed element just kind of that you know just doing it for whatever reason now i think so, if we can link it to the first one somehow yes i think we need to link it to some for, to the first one somehow but cuba gooding jr being the person who suddenly wants to unleash <laughs> hell on america doesn't feel right i reckon to me. cuba gooding jr has been locked up for his behavior in the last film so like he was the helicopter pilot and they like they brought down the plane they he nicked a military craft all that shit and Hoffman's got away with it white privilege mm. but Cuba Jr little rookie he's didn't, the one that's been hesitate they threw away the fucking well, key well he's the one that's been thrown in front of the media he's the scapegoat he's the and so Hoffman once he's spoken to Morgan Freeman and said we're back on we need to sort this out he goes to so Freeman, no, so, say Alcatraz. No, so, so, <laughs> so, so Freeman's also got off scot free, even though he and he was originally involved in hiding the. Yeah, but he makes amends at the end, doesn't he? Mm. And he, as if that's good enough. Uh, and, and he, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, so he um, helps him get Cuba Gooding Jr. out of prison, and he's like formulating a team. So then, because uh, Kevin Spacey's dead. So have we got um, a full prison had, break to, scene? He gets it. No, not prison break. He like it's officially released. Oh, it's like politics. And Cuba Jr. is like really bitter, and he's like, "Now's your chance, baby. We're back on." But guess what? Twenty-five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so, this, this time, it's 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 nothing like the previous one. It's it's like times a hundred. Yeah. In fact, LA's gone, and we I should have- LA's gone. I agree. I what think do you mean that, gone, I, as in dead? Well, everyone's dead. Oh, I, right. I totally agree. I think that this movie cannot... The stakes can't be the same as the first film, but on a bigger scale, because that's kind of what we're living through at the moment. So it needs to be way, way bigger and way sort of more yeah, extreme. Yeah, yeah. And so, I think um, the way you do that is at the beginning of the film, or whenever it is, when this leak happens, or when the sacrifice of a city happens, when the, like, you know, when the purposeful sort of, like... Uh, Event. release of yeah the release of the virus event happens it wipes out los angeles can i um can i interject i really want there to be a left-wing crazy conspiracy gang of underground hippie resistance that are calling out the false flag that are working together as a parallel narrative and they're trying to sort of yeah well maybe russo she's bo- she's bossing <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah and they're based in san francisco like yeah, not yeah. like still in california but it's like san francisco versus la and hippies are telling you told you told you all along government like can't trust them. Just, just do some yeah. acid. Cuba Gooding's like, how bad? And he, he says, it wiped out Los Angeles yeah. in less than two hours. I, I always thought coming back into this that it can't actually be um, Dustin Hoffman, Rene Russo, Morgan Freeman, Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba Jr. We need, we need fresh new blood. Well, they put, they put together a new team. Okay, Kevin Spacey. No, Spacey's a dead. Oh yeah, um, and then career-wise, also dead. <laughs> There's two X's on Kevin Spacey's name. No, I think um, we should have social distancing in this movie. So, like all of the uh, all of the cast, every single thing, social distance. It's, all, it's a Zoom call, is it? It's is a Zoom, it? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Maybe that's what we we could do the whole thing like a Zoom call. Like, you know those horror. What's those horror films where they're like done on yeah, the internet? Zoom call. 
Maybe what it's called. Outbreak 2. Zoom. Zoom call. Outbreak 2 on Zoom. So they put together a new team. That's when we get all the new stars in it, like Chris... Pratt or There's a lot of scope for characters here. Uh, yeah, and I think going back Chris to Pratt, going back, for well, example, yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> going back to what we talked about originally, which is the best thing about this film, is how movie it is, how ridiculous it is, and how like you know, well, fucking Hollywood it the is. Rock. Is I think well, let's not write him off. The I Rock think knows I, how to fly a helicopter. He, San Andreas. San Andreas Fault is in California. It's perfect. a very good point, as usual. And, and I think, the virus. <laughs> <laughs> what this film should have is a ridiculous... Like, because the cast of the first one was way better than it should have ever been, right? It, it was you, better than the movie was, to oh, be honest. Oh, way, way better. Right. You've got the, the cream of the crop, sort of best in Hollywood. Donald Sutherland. I think we do that again. But you, So, same cast are back. And then make However, a shit film. We're talking Chris Pratt. Margot Robbie, Jennifer Lawrence, Leonardo uh, DiCaprio. Yeah, like everyone's Leonardo in this movie. <laughs> everyone's in this movie. And they the crop as well, like Ian, Mc- Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen, yeah. Is Cruz in this? Yeah, throw Tom him in. Tom Cruise, get him in there. This is no Denzel Washington. Like it's everyone. no one's vehicle, but they're all in it. Yeah. Nicole Kidman. Because it's Hollywood's response to there being a virus ever. So actually, it's Spielberg directed. It's like the bigger... It's yeah, Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, it's, it's like Hollywood everyone saying, wants to get in on it because they want to be socially responsible. So like everyone's like yeah. flying in. Yeah, this is Hollywood's tone-deaf, fucking stupid as yeah. anything response to the COVID-19 Sasha crisis. Baron Cohen is in there. Rihanna. Everyone. Rihanna. Every- Everyone's in this fucking movie. <laughs> so high up on the list. It's, it's huge. It's way Ricky bigger Gervais. than it should ever should ever be. Uh, yeah. So perfect. really, it's, it's LA trying to save the world, isn't it? Really, well, it's, it's uh, Hollywood trying to save the world. It's, it's Hollywood, Hollywood being, saving the world. Yeah. Okay. It's, so, it's, so, the, it's so, the ultimate ego trip for Hollywood so everyone, actors. Everyone's in it. Yeah. Every every A list star. Gerard Butler. I really like. <laughs> God. Well, not everyone, but let's, let's be realistic. But I think I Danny think a, 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 an astonishing <laughs> amount of A-list, A-list cast are in this film. I really yeah. like the idea as well that it's spreading so fast, right? That you can literally you can treat that as a literal thing. So it's spread across LA. LA's gone, and then they can literally track and have to try and fly planes faster. Than it's oh travelling, oh, so it's spreading further that's than LA. Amazing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you can look down and see bodies just <laughs> like, wow, I'm dying. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And because and it's like, so, fly, like, we've got to get over there and fucking yeah. save that. And because it's so Hollywood centric, we'll zoom it. We'll, we'll zoom in to the Zoom calls, and it's like Zac Efron's dead, and then it's like, oh my god, Margot Robbie's dead. Oh my god, like Bruce Springsteen just died. Like, uh, and that's the title <laughs> of the film. The command break two. Zac Efron's dead. This is- <laughs> <laughs> command center is going to be in a plane and one of the constant narratives yeah. a plane's going to be flying ahead of the virus and there's going to be a countdown clock to when it's you not be able to get yeah, out of victory yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's like I'm again when they said the zero barrier so if the plane's like alongside yeah, the man. virus yeah. like yeah, 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 yeah. line awesome. as it spreads yeah, well, coast I mean, to coast yeah and you can also add the international war element so maybe China or Russia or whatever are trying to shoot the fucking plane down big time oh, no. <laughs> so for the climax there's actually like a dog fight as well yeah, yeah. yeah awesome so the plane is not only tracking the virus but it has a solution but all other countries know the plane has a solution so they're trying to attack the plane so the plane becomes this vehicle that is just absolutely at the centre of it. Love this, love this. So maybe I, less of a plane and more of like, a, not quite what they've done in the Avengers, but something similar that's like kind of like air, a weird aircraft motorbike. carrier oh. in the air. 
aircraft carrier in the air. Well, that, that is the Avengers aircraft <laughs> carrier in the air. Okay, so that exactly is. like that then. Um, yeah, and uh, Hoffman's, you know, finally listened to her and he's running his team full of everyone in Hollywood. Look, I just say, he's 82, right? What yeah, team no, is he running? He, no, he's not oh, like macho running it. Actually, he's running it as a... From his uh, armchair. Point yeah. person, yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's point person. Actually, I, uh, one other thing, I'd also like Nicolas Cage to be in it. Cage is sure, in it. Sure, sure. Everyone, like, everyone's uh, in it. Everyone that you want to be in this film is, yeah. they can be I, in this I film. I think what I like about this, um, this sequel idea so far is it's probably the most predictable one we've ever done. What? What, the virus yeah. is back and everyone's yeah, everyone's in it. Predictable. I mean, everyone would have thought of this idea. Okay, everyone. well, let's uh, talk directors. We're going to Spielberg. Who the fuck what? is going to touch this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, do, I do have an idea on this. I, you said Spielberg. I, I think Emmerich. Roland Emmerich because you want to be able to say he'd do it well one he'd do it two you want to be able to say from the director of Independence Day Godzilla and The Day After Tomorrow on the post on everything this big fuck off disaster movie that is the king of Hollywood disaster movies yeah because you could work a tagline into something along the lines of like you thought the you thought the threat was going to come from afar or something but it actually comes from at home or whatever this is the comeback from Covid we worked that into the tagline. So, you know, uh, Jaws 2, you know, not a great sequel, but fucking great tagline. Great just when tagline. you thought it was safe to go back in the water, we say just when you thought it was safe to go back on the street or just, just when you thought it was safe to go back outside. Just for, just, just when you thought it was safe to see your mates. See your fucking mate. Well, just when it, just just when you thought it was safe to see the dudes. I do like that a lot. But just when you thought it was safe to go back outside, yeah, I think that's perfect. that's really, really, really good. Well, or like just when you thought it was safe to open a door or something like and there's, that. And there's self-referential. Back outside, we're all agreed. Hang on, really, let's carry on. Just just when you thought it was safe to go buy some beers. <laughs> just when you thought it was safe to get a taxi. All right, I'm just. Well, you're taking what we've come up with and making it worse every time. Oh. Uh, well, that, that seems to be the na- narrative of our podcast. Okay, so look, we've got the <laughs> <laughs> we've got the story. Um, we've certainly got the cast. We've got the director. You're so back on with the director, Joe. Well done, mate. Let's talk uh, trailers. Well, title as well. I wanted to go with. But what do you think for title? What this is outbreak two, isn't it? I think there needs to be a subheading. Outbreak two. Uh, no, outbreak. I think there does need to be a subheading. Uh, outbreak two, faster than the virus. It came from within. It Out- came from well, within a bit long. Pandemic outbreak two. Pandemic. I quite like mutation. Outbreak two, inside Mut- out. No, because it's come mutation from inside. Good. Mutation that, that is says good. it's not just the same movie. It, yeah, that's just perfect. It outbreak says, two mutation. Yeah, I think that's pretty. Yeah, because right. that nice. says the same virus is back. It, just, it doesn't say same thing again. Also it says gnarly. It says we're going somewhere new. It, uh, does, say, like it does say gnarly as well, doesn't it? Yeah, like it's like yeah, yeah, but just to be, just confirmed, the mutated bit is not just, not just mutated at random through natural selection. It's been mutated on purpose by the US government to yeah. be more powerful. Yes, we know that, but not in the, not in the branding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but that's, that's the plot. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And thank you for recapping because it was quite difficult to follow. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, look, we, you know, Good, we're heading there. We seem to have reached a junction. I think we've got something cohesive. Um, it's mm. quite a difficult pitch, this, given the current climate. You know, we want something nice and upbeat, but nevertheless... Th- th- nice and upbeat. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to take it? Uh, Nicholas Cage tries to save Los Angeles from uh, dying. And, <laughs> oh, 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 are you going for it? This is it, and, this is John's uh, Dustin Hoffman gets on plane, tries to, fa- tries to fly faster than virus before China shoots him down. Brilliant, brilliant. Directed by Roland Emmerich. Um, 
Another great pitch. <laughs> Another great, but <laughs> succinct pitch, directed to the point, covered all bases. Yeah, but I think also we- involves the rocks. Zac Efron dies. Um, yeah. Could have another go at it? I think so. I think we could have another go at it, probably. Go on then. Go oh, on, Joe. Well, take the Am rings. I going for, am take, I going take for the this? Rings. Right, okay. You jump in because this was a bumpy ride. This is oh, confusing as, as, good as we went along, right? Okay, so do, do, do feel free to jump in. But my understanding of Outbreak 2 mutation um, is that the same virus has returned. Um, the the cast is back, right? The, the whole cast from the first movie, who survived the first movie, is back in some kind of way, shape or form. The virus has returned uh, and Dustin Hoffman's character, Sam, knows this because he's been running tests on himself and knows that the virus is naturally returning. He flags this to his friend, insert Morgan character's character name, who is now has made his way into the Oval Office in some kind of senior position now, um, who says to him, I was worried about this. And Sam, you don't know the half of it. <laughs> This nice. turns out, turns out I, I've got, I've got, I've been working on something I've got people looking into, but I think someone with it senior within government has weaponized this shit, has weaponized the virus and is trying to blame the Chinese on another outbreak. At the same time as that, boom, Los Angeles wiped off the fucking face of the planet. It's gone. It's gone forever because I don't know, let's say the government had to drop bombs on, on ground zero because the virus got so bad in Los Angeles that they had to wipe out the entire oh, city. Oh, so in yours, Los Angeles has actually physically got, not just everyone's dead, the whole place is no, flattened. I would, I would say what I would, about the LA thing, our opening, I would say that it's... Um... Right, fuck off, this is my sequel now. <laughs> right. <laughs> fair, fair. LA is gone, okay? It has been destroyed uh, and the Chinese are being blamed for that. Um, at that point, the virus is airborne and it is spreading across America like gangbusters. So fast that the hub of where they can somehow fix this virus is an airplane. <laughs> Shut up, it's a good um, idea. Go on. With, with all of the cast on it. And they take off in this airplane and they're charging, <laughs> the they're charging across America trying to... Be faster than it. Be faster than the virus, which you can literally see on the, <laughs> the ground beneath it as people crumble as this airplane. There's like this big shadow passing, like coming across the coming across the ground underneath it. So you see a like you see look down and there's the silhouette of a plane, and then there's the silhouette of a shadow coming along, and just great. people just sort of like collapsing, yeah, like trees dying, yeah, shit. in in the wake of this virus coming across, um, and somehow Sam the gang. His list of fucking Hollywood A-list everyone. Led by The Rock. In his team. Like The Rock, Nicolas Cage. Susan Sarandon. That's all we've got. Nick, the Rock, Susan Nicolas Cage Sorry, Susan Sarandon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go on, go on, go on, what? Keep going. Find the solution to the problem. Fix it mid-air. 
And it is revealed that the Chinese didn't actually do yeah, this. And maybe they, they, they fix it midair and then they drop a pod out of it with like the vial of antiviral and they drop it into like some lab, like fly it, like zoom it, fucking autopilot into some lab. And then the lab just instantly creates like this huge yeah, wall bit. of um, mist that stops the entrenching virus. Yeah, they've coming. got one shot of dropping the uh, antibodies or whatever we're calling Almost it. Almost there. Dropping it directly into <laughs> the lab or to, to, yeah. to some sort of point it goes in, it's going to be going into the drinking water well, well no no actually no it's I think go, it's, a, it's, no, a, it's no, a vaccine no. that'll go into the drinking water of the rest of no no America. no because if the virus is going across the whole thing and it's destroying trees and shit I think what it should do is just <laughs> go, it should go directly into a rocket and then the rocket flies into clouds and then makes the clouds rain the antiviral and then it saves America but, 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 but. <laughs> Okay, fine. Look, the film ends and like everybody wins. Okay, like America wins. Apart from the Chinese Zac Efron. wins. Zac Efron didn't Zac win Efron's because he dead. dies tragically, quite horrifically, which is a shame because I actually really like Zac yeah, Efron. But that should be like a ten-minute scene of him dying. Yeah, which is a real shame. Real, it makes everyone really sad. Well, you... harsh reminder of the reality of the Maybe situation. We could call it actually outbreak two, like because I keep on thinking about the plane racing against it. It's like outbreak two. The chase, yeah. Outbreak two, race against time, race, race against for, yeah, time, yeah, yeah. race something. for time or something, yeah, something, something. Well, like yeah, that. like out of time or something like that, yeah. Oh, um, no, maybe we'll go and that's it. That's, go it. that's that's the story. I think that's um, loosely. Let's face it. That's all the studio would need, isn't it? I think. I think we haven't got everything. We haven't cracked everything. But I think as a loose structure, that's outbreak two. I think the only thing we haven't got is an amazing theme tune. But otherwise, that's fucking wicked. Well, yeah, let's. Uh, you know, I'm going to pitch it to them. We're going to play back. But uh, I think it's cautious times. You know, see how it goes. But nevertheless, that was our pitch for outbreak. We've included all possibilities in there, all of Hollywood in there, and. A plane has to drop a vial into a rocket that has to fly, fly back up to where the plane was <laughs> to distribute the virus. But what would have you have done differently? How would have you handled it? Leave us your comments. Leave us your thoughts. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. <laughs>